Hey, it's Chris Jones, co-host of the Jones Zone podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode. When it concludes, do us a favor and leave a review. Leaving a review is the fastest way to grow our audience, and we want to make sure we share this podcast with the most people possible. Also, for anyone that doesn't know, Brian and I own the Jones Zone real estate team. So if you're looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest in residential real estate in the Charlotte, Fort Mill, Rock Hill, York County area, hit us up. Call or text 803-810-2230. Lastly, not only do we use this podcast as a way to help promote local business owners and entrepreneurs, but Brian and I also own Jones Zone Marketing. If you're a small or medium-sized business looking for a way to generate more leads or looking to spruce up your marketing with videos, landing pages, sales funnels, membership sites, or more, hit us up at jonesonemarketing.club, C-L-U-B. All right, enjoy the show. It's Chris and Brian Jones, your real estate advocates, community connectors, talking Charlotte and York County area real estate, and interviewing business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. How was your day, Brian? My day is great. Ever since these lovely ladies walked into the studio, my day has just gone... It skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. From our meeting at 10 o'clock, yes. which was a total... Shit show. Yeah, we can't talk about it. <laughs> what? We'll but we will. Um, all right, well, let's get started, man. Let's crank it out. All right, go ahead. Today, we are joined by Kathy Savage, who is an internationally recognized fitness and success coach and entrepreneur located in Boston. Yes. She's been featured on, ready for this, MTV, ABC News, and Fox News, and she's currently a member of the prestigious advisory panel and contributor for Oxygen Magazine and Strong Magazine. So Kathy coaches women and men with sports-specific training and nutrition in addition to marketing, branding, and careers in the fitness field. I'm finally good. <laughs> Kathy, welcome to the Jungle Podcast. She's Thank got friends, you. too. So I'm so glad to be here with you guys. Mel, Her friend Mel Lynch and, and business associate and partner and also Celia Thompson is back. <laughs> Again. One of our friends. So, uh, But Kathy, yeah, that was a brief introduction of, of who you are and what you do. But if you don't mind, share a little bit of your personal story and some of your professional background and then how you got started and doing all the awesome things that you're doing. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Love Charlotte. Actually, we're not in Charlotte. Where are we? We're right outside of Charlotte. We're right outside of Charlotte. You can <laughs> say Charlotte. consider Charlotte. How about yes. this? I love the Carolinas. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the Carolinas. Um, listen, you know, um, I'm just glad to be here sharing our stories. Been in the fitness world for about 30 years and... You know, when I got out of college, I, didn't, I just wanted to work for myself. I'm not a good employee. Um, in fact, I'm kind of unemployable. <laughs> so I just knew right away that I wanted something better than sitting in a cubicle and, you know, trading time for money. So loved fitness, grew up as a huge sports fan. I am from New England. Tom and- Brady? <laughs> like Tom Brady? I love Tom Brady. Hey, so do I. TV oh. <laughs> 12. Well, who wouldn't love greatness? I, it, if you don't it, love greatness, there's something wrong with you. I'm going to walk right out It blows my mind when people say they hate Tom Brady. It, it yeah, really it's, does. Well, it says it's a lot about them. Yeah. It Let's does. just say it. It does. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I like to surround myself with winners, so naturally I like him. <laughs> but anyway, um, and I live about 10 miles from his house. Not that I stalk him. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, so um, I drive my mailbox yeah. every day. Yeah, we won't talk about that. There's Giselle. No, I love Giselle. Okay, yeah, I love me them. too. I would too. never break them up. I would never try to break them up. Very nice of you. But anyway, I know. 
Um, but anyway, so, and I'm happily married. I have two children. But I loved the idea of creating a fitness business where I didn't have to answer to some someone. I loved the idea of building a community of women who could support each other instead of compete against each other. So we did something very ironic in a field of fitness competitions we decided to build a team of women who did compete against each other but they prepared they traveled um, and they just shared the journey together and as a result a very individualized sport became a team sport we were the first ones to create the team concept in our industry uh, we were the pioneers of that and Mel is Mel started with me as well so long ago and it cre it just became a beautiful sisterhood of women who supported each other's goals so that when you did get to the competition if you won you were part, you know mm -hmm. everyone else was part of that win <clears throat> so we took a very narcissistic individualized sport and made it a team sport so I'm very proud of that um, and as we kind of evolved over the years over the decades <laughs> We just became entrepreneurs of all different types of businesses that would empower people. So what started off as something that I love, just being an athlete myself, came, just turned into supporting women, helping them build businesses online in, in the health and wellness industry, um, and just empowering them on in all aspects, not just their health. So that's where we are 30 plus years later. So, so. all right, so you finished high school. Mm -hmm. And you went to college? I went to Boston College. Boston College. Class of 1985. And then, so when you say you got into fitness, like, what does that mean? I mean, you were a trainer, you got into the, I know you guys do the fitness competitions, but like, right. elaborate a little bit on like what that looked like. like. Yeah, so when I got out of school, I graduated with a marketing degree. I minored in biology, so I always loved health, but um, got a great job, very, very lucky, got a great job um, in the medical industry right out of college, but... I decided, like I said, like I just didn't want to answer to people. Yeah. It's terrible quality. I gotta be here at eight thirty every day. Monday through <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Why why do I have to be here till five? Can I leave early? <laughs> like I literally used to sit in my yeah. office going, What can I do or say to get me out of here? It was yeah. terrible. Um and I remember my parents saying, God, you're so lucky you have this great job. So it wasn't like I hated my job, I just knew I was destined for something else. So I started working out again at the local gym, uh, became a trainer part-time, Okay. danced all my life. So I was into cheerleading and aerobics and stuff like that. So I started competing myself. And once I realized that I was kind of good at it, people were asking me, they said, you know, will you train me? Will you be a coach for me? I want to do this. And I naturally said, wow, I have a niche here because there were no coaches doing this. There were trainers, but not coaches. Mm -hmm. So immediately, without a playbook, I became a fitness coach because there weren't any. And that's really how it started. So I, I started to kind of take on that type of role as, a, as opposed to competing. And we just created this team. So yeah, I was a personal trainer on the side, but I immediately turned it into a niche where I would only train competitors. So that made me different than the regular personal trainer. So right out of the gate, I just made myself different. And I think that's what every entrepreneur should do yeah. is just create a uniqueness about themselves that makes them stand out and not be like everyone else. So really niche down. You got it. Niche till it hurts. Yeah, thing. I mean, you got to be unique. Yeah. You got to be unique. You got to offer value that no one else can get anywhere else. And I think we did a really good job at that um, as a team. So, so what were these people competing in, your clients? What? Fitness. Fitness, bikini, model, 
Um, back in the day, there were there was only fitness. You'd see it on ESPN at like two in the morning, people doing one-hour push-ups and gymnastics. That's what we did. And the sport has evolved into a lot more bikini-style competitions, modeling, expos, things like that. So the, the girls you see on the cover of fitness magazines, some of them are girls that have come through our mm -hmm. ranks, but it's, it's really that look. It's not a bodybuilding look. It's an all-natural girl-next-door uh, beautiful look, not the overly sensualized look, none of that. We have a very specific look, and I demand that. I don't allow them to um, do these crazy things you see all over Instagram. They're very, very, uh, they're held to a standard, and that standard is empowerment and in control, and not a sex object. Right. Can we right. swear on this or no? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Not that I'm gonna, I'm just Yeah. What okay. um prompted you to kind of make it a team effort as opposed to like I mean, was it just because you had so many clients that were gonna be in the same competition that you were just like that's Maybe a really good we, we question. We could all work together or that's a really good question. No, most of the time he, good... he asks the he always gets <laughs> yeah. the you know, that's a really good question. I yeah. get the uh, uh what? Yeah. Uh, whenever I ask <laughs> that's a question. That's not true. You you're kind of a, Intimidated by him, aren't you? By Chris? <laughs> it's the older brother thing. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll get to no, you. Okay. Um, so it's a good question because it's a little bit of both. It's I had so many clients, which sounds ridiculous, but I did that I was constantly saying, How am I gonna group them all together? Because I don't want to be at the gym all day long. And but what would happen is one would be walking out the door and the other one would be coming in. Mm -hmm. And they'd get to know each other. Hey, I'm doing this, Kathy's prepping me for the same show. And it kind of happened a little bit organically, but it also was, how can I volumize this? How can I create a team atmosphere in an otherwise individualized sport? Because when I went to shows, when I competed, you know, you were told, don't talk to anyone, get in the corner, get all, you know, cover yourself up. I mean, this was like 35 years ago. So that was my experience. And as someone who played basketball, played tennis, was a cheerleader, I was on so many team-based sports all my life, I would get to the show and I'd be like, well, this sucks. What do you mean I can't talk to anyone? That's not who I am. Yeah. And I would no. start talking to people. <laughs> I would start talking to people backstage and they'd look at me like, oh, what are you trying to like get in my head? I'm like, well, no, I'm not trying to get in your head, but I just prepped for this for like 12 weeks. I want to talk to people. Right. And so that's when I realized like, no, this has got to be more than the $40 trophy. I want to meet people. So that's what we did. And we always say that. It's got to be more than the $40 trophy you win. You go back to work on Monday. No one even knows what the hell you did. So let's make this more of an experience than the show itself. And as a result, what I love to see is women are best friends long after they've competed. So we've nurtured these beautiful friendships and partnerships and all of these things that never would have happened had we not collaborated as a group. And I believe women are much more powerful when we do things together than when we compete against each other. Yeah, it's very interesting how you said... Uh there's someone trying to get in your head because like there's this old documentary called Pumping Iron or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, we with, did that, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah. Like Schwarzenegger, he would talk about how he would try to get in people's heads, yes. like Lou Ferrigno and stuff like that. As he was popping all the steroids. Yeah, or whatever yeah. he was doing, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. he was like trying to mess with those guys. Yeah, and I think that is the, I mean, it's a very narcissistic sport. Think about bodybuilding because that was the origin of where our sport came from. Mm -hmm. People were always trying to like do stuff backstage mm -hmm. to intimidate the other and it was based on subjective body improvements. So yeah, it wasn't a race where there was a finish line. You kind of had to really have that mental game 
intact. But for us, I found out that the less nervous you were, and if you saw it for the joy that it would be and the celebration of your hard work in the gym, then when you did get out on stage, you weren't nervous. And it wasn't about someone else. You were competing against your personal best. Mm -hmm. And when you take that attitude, even with a weight loss goal, when you think of it that way, and you make it more joyful and more celebratory, then you're not nervous. It's really just that mindset. So we always say that. We go in deep to these shows. It's like a ton of us. We're doing the conga line backstage. We're having fun. <laughs> and then you see these other girls in the corner, like, you know, eating lettuce and water. And, and we're, like, eating chocolate and strawberries and, <laughs> like, taking selfies and having a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, that's so. really cool because it's, like, um, kind of, like, it is kind of a team sport in a way because like when I think of like Kentucky basketball or Duke basketball like mm -hmm. they get all these high profile recruits yeah and they're like you know you need come to our school and if we get to the championship like you you will sh you'll have your chance to shine because yes. you will we'll all be in that moment together and mm -hmm. uh, like like I remember someone saying why would I go to Duke or Kentucky and just be part of the thing when I can go to here and be the main star and it's yeah. like well if we all rise up together, you'll mm -hmm. have your chance to shine, you know. So. I think that's right out of the gold standard by Coach K, what you just said. I'm a huge up. Coach oh, K. Oh, are you? Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah Duke's going to be amazing next year. I know. They got all those, right? They got all <laughs> those that stacked roster. Oh, my God. But, like, that was, I'm a Duke fan, too. Tar Heels so. going to be pretty good, too. No, no, they're, they're <laughs> rebuilding Oh, wait, still, do you not like Duke? No, I don't. Again, you don't like greatness? How can you not like Duke? I do like greatness. That's why I like the Tar Heels. Well, the, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, yeah. hey, they had a good year. But yeah, that's just like you know, that's what Coach uh, Coach K and Calipari say. You know, it's like mm -hmm. you will have your moment to shine because we'll be in the spotlight yep. as a team. So like, I'm sure when he's one of my biggest. Um, so I don't read books from like these, you know, business folks, these gurus, these hippies that walk on the beach that tell you how to do stuff. I don't do that. Every every inspiration that I've ever received was from people like. Roy Williams mm -hmm. and Coach K and Bill Belichick and John Wooden. John Wooden. I learned everything from those people. That's kind of how I state everything. And the reason for that is because they are such experts in building team and community and greatness through everybody working on one goal instead of you being the superstar. So, um, yeah, they're, they're great leaders. They're, they're leaders. God, like, right. yeah. I mean, when people say, like, oh, what leadership book? should I read? And you know, it's all, all these flavor of the days now, these little spiritual gurus, like there's nothing like a John Wooden book. Right. You'll learn everything you need to learn in one of his books. And Coach K. Yeah. I freaking love him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people will be saying that about Team Savage here not too long, right? <laughs> oh, we see, uh, no. you see Team Savage come strolling through So, so still, <laughs> how did you and Kathy meet? Uh, so I had competed when I had Jonathan uh, when I was 25, and then when I was 26 years old, I decided to start competing because um, I fell in love with, I was sitting in a restaurant with a friend, it was in a Rock Hill restaurant, and I looked up on the screen, and there was Don Butterfield doing Mighty Mouse Routine um, on fitness, I think it was Fitness America at that point, and I remember I, he, I was talking, and all of a sudden I stopped eating and was just glued to the screen, I was like, I want to do that, how do I do that? And so I started competing, met a friend in the gym, we competed for a year, and um, just had a really bad experience, because I had no coach. The only coach I had was somebody doing bodybuilding, and so they dieted me down for bodybuilding, like it was distilled water, and chicken, oh, yeah. and 
just, I mean, it was 12 weeks, and then <clears throat> after that, it was just such a bad, like, recovery time. Like, I just, and I didn't have any fun with it. I didn't meet anybody, like she was saying. You got backstage, and, like, everybody kind of stayed to themselves, and nobody, um, nobody was for you. Like, so you felt very isolated and alone. And so I walked away from that, and I went back and did a regular pageant, but I missed the performance side, the dance, the cheer, and all of that. Um, so I get, I decided to give it one more shot. So I went on the Fitness America website and there was a coach's corner. And so I clicked on it and this woman's name, Kathy Savage, there was no photo, like there was no, like, you know, so there was just an email address. So I emailed her and I'm like, can I hire you for choreography? And so, uh, we booked it and I got on a plane, uh, and flew to Boston, not knowing she had no idea who I was. I had no idea who she was and just took that step and it was the moment I stepped off the plane and we met, it was like just this instant connection. And she took me under her wing and my life has been forever changed because of it. But fitness is always, it's not just like, I love dance and love performance, but that wasn't what really drew me in. It was the fact that you have a coach and you have a team and you have women that are, that share the same passion and you become a force, like when you're together versus being apart. And so even though I lived in the Carolinas and Kathy and Mel and the rest of them were in Boston, never lost that connection, even to this day. So I have friends all over the country that are savage girls. Like, all over the world. Yeah, yeah, really, all over everywhere. So it's just amazing, like just the, when we come together, you know, we see each other at shows and it's like you just step right back in and, you know, or you go to a Camp Savage um, that, are, that she hosts every year. Um, so... It's just you have opportunities just to stay connected. And um, now I'm excited because, you know, we're taking uh, – Kathy's been my coach and, and my fitness coach and is now my business coach and somebody that I can look to. Like, she's proven over and over. Like, she knows what it is to be an entrepreneur. She's the real deal. Like, it doesn't get any more real than her. And um, she doesn't hide or – or apologize for who she is and I love and that's something that I think I every no it's impossible but it's just you get around somebody that has that kind of um, just that presence it's like it want you want to be better like you want to oh, step up honest. like you you do and you become the people that you surround and you bring mm -hmm. into your tribe those are the people that like that's what I want to be so to be that I have to be in the presence of that and connected to that and I am fortunate and so thankful because I have had um, you know the opportunity to train under the very best and and so to have her here for me is a big deal and to share uh, have her share not just right now but like later tonight like and the people that 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 are gonna have the opportunity to meet her will see that and um, but I'm just, I'm excited about the opportunities that have come my way and what we're getting ready to do and step out in. And I'm, it's just amazing. Like, it's amazing. But it's, it's you know, it's work and it's um, dedication and it's, it's really um, taking hold of the tools that you're given and running. And I told her that I was ready to run. And she and Mel have jumped in and, like, you know, we're taking off with um, everything that we have in, you know, in place right now. So I'm really excited. It's going to be awesome. And we're growing a team here. And it's uh, 
so I'm just fortunate to have her not just as my coach but as my friend like she is I mean she's yeah, been their family to me yeah they're family to me should we yes. ask Mel if she can follow that up yeah seriously <laughs> <laughs> well that's the southern sweetness you're just gonna get the nasty Boston now yeah. so you should have flipped her around yeah, you should have before her Mel's like we met at a show right yeah, yeah I know Kathy from way like, back <laughs> she's you know she's a hundred percent yeah yeah it's really cool. <laughs> so uh, tell us about Camp Savage. Camp Savage is uh, it's the longest running fitness camp in the industry. It was another way of bringing the girls together once or twice a year um, to learn everything in a weekend. And we just did one in Tampa in January. We usually do it in Boston, but sometimes we get out and do a couple here and there in Florida or in all over the place and it's just a weekend of like you know you laugh you cry you sweat you kind of break through those plateaus that perhaps have been bugging you that you haven't been able to break through and I think the biggest the best part of it you know savage is just my last name to be honest that's it it's really more the women that meet each other that up level each other's lives it's the community it's the team um, I'm kind of like in the background to be honest with you and, and I just really love to see it kind of happen organically where women say hey that happened to me too or hey I've got this issue as well and it's really a collaboration of just women who get together on a weekend and it isn't just training and dieting it's mindset and career relationships it's the whole girl thing yeah. it really is but it's so positive and I think one of the best things that our coaches do, because we have a lot of coaches, we don't let you stay stuck in your story. We don't let you be a victim. We don't let you stay. Like, it's not okay to say, well, I didn't have a good ch childhood. We help them release that story. We have professional mindset coaches on staff that help them walk through some of the issues that they've endured. Because a lot of women have gone through a lot of like terrible stuff. but how long are we going to keep that story alive to and how long is that going to prevent us from getting to the next level of greatness whatever that is whether it's business or fitness or health or whatever it may be and we really teach them how to kind of strategize and make their lives better and release that story that's been kind of like an anchor holding them down i think that's what i'm most proud of yeah, yeah. how has that evolved over the last even the last 10 years like i mean to the whole i don't want to say women's moving that makes it sound <laughs> demeaning almost but like yeah. how how yeah. is how is all this empowerment changed over the last decade because you've it been a part of it changed. right about, right yeah i mean it hasn't really changed it's just i think i think women some women are brought up differently than others and i believe that it starts when you're young i believe that what you tolerate is what you get and i was very blessed to have two very strong parents who told me you don't tolerate anything you stand up for yourself and sometimes I feel like I'm that mother that the women didn't have my mother was a pioneer my mother you know she's 87 and she went to college when most women just would get out of high school and get married and my mom not only went to college but she has two master's degrees she became a teacher um, that that was my role model um, mm. so when my dad told me every day I was loved and I was destined for greatness, but my dad didn't have a good upbringing. So it's not that, oh, you had a good upbringing, therefore you have all this posture and confidence. It's you just make that decision to say, I'm not going to tolerate anyone treating me less than what I deserve. 
and it's a light switch that turns on but I think all too often women like to stay in that story and just because it's a safe place well I can't be great because I didn't have this and that's a choice at that moment you can't you can't go back and change anything but you can really predicate what's gonna happen in the future and I believe that every woman has endless possibilities and men so I don't look at I don't look at a lot of things the same way other women do I think there's you know there is discrimination in the world there is harassment in the world but I just don't think men are the men are evil I think they're just are jerks in the world because yeah. in my career I've had more women try to hold me down than any man I I have really great powerful male role models in my life and I think it's more that then people just need to be good to each other whether you're a man or a woman um, and I think when we look at things that could hold us back it just gives us a safety net I think we should just all be good to each other whether you're no matter who you are so I don't look at it as a women's movement uh -huh. I just look at it as let's all just be our best and let's be good to each other there's room at the top for everyone yeah yeah. So how did you... hope I don't get in trouble for that. No, no, that was <laughs> good. Robbins. No, that was much better than my I question. Can't. So. I can't. Um, so we've talked a little bit about it before. So you, to call you a fitness coach would be a very huge understatement. What are all the other things that you have going on? So what are some of them at least? She's like, I got too many to, to say. But. Narrow it down. I think my biggest thing is I have a mom, I'm a mom of two teenagers, and that takes up a lot of my time, and I'm happy about that. I think that's the greatest thing going on in my life right now. I have two seven-figure businesses, but I would really, you know, like to be known as someone who was a really good mom, and um, I'm really proud of that. It's a lot of work. If you, you know, there's mother, there's being a mother, and then there's mothering, and mothering is a full-time job, and making sure your kids are really good people and are doing their best and have goals. That takes up a lot of my time. The other part of everything that I do, helping women create businesses online, helping people create a passive revenue stream, um, a side hustle, whatever it may be, that is to me, that's a purpose and a passion that I have that I want. I want other women to have that success and independence. And I believe that the way you give a woman empowerment is to make them as financially independent as possible. And if you can do it through health and wellness, if you can do it in a different revenue stream other than what you're doing, I believe that's something we all can do, not just women, but men as well. So I do a lot of that, I do a lot of coaching, I do a lot of, uh, because women want to have brands, they wanna have, uh, and, and they wanna be influencers, and I like to guide them along the way, but I'm very realistic about it as well. So, because there's a lot of stuff out there that women are trying to do or trying to be or thinking that they need to do this and do that and well it's shiny of, ob object yes. syndrome a lot there's so yeah. many distractions out there and it's it's mm -hmm. hard to like if you don't have it like knit, like really focused in on what your goals are it's mm -hmm. trust me I know it's easy to get distracted <laughs> yeah well I'm really glad that you guys are kind of doing that like you guys have that going on where you're gonna be kind of assisting people right mm -hmm. with the digital space I think the in business everything's changing and what was and it's changing at rapid pace. So what you did a year ago to build a business, you're not doing anymore. Right. Um, and you have to stay up on it. And that's a lot of work. And you're right, people are kind of jumping from thing to thing to thing. And you know, I like to tell people to stay in your lane and be the best in your lane. And once you are the best, then you go to something else. 
uh, but you don't try to, you know, chase after two rabbits. It's very strategic in my opinion, and I like to guide people that way because you're right. I have a lot of women who are like, I want to be on the cover of a magazine, I want to get married, I want to build a house, I want to do this, I want to do that, and my head's spinning. So like, let's take one thing at a time. So. Um, so do you want to talk about isogenics a little bit and how you sure. are helping people yeah. find their dreams and all that? Yeah, I mean, isogenics is a lifestyle, a more efficient lifestyle. I mean, we when I first um, heard about the products, that was seven years ago, um, so as a fitness coach, and Mel can attest to this, we used to write out diet plans, whole food only, no supplements, um, and there was a reason for that. I, it wasn't that supplements were bad, it was over supplements were bad, and everyone and their mother was taking way too many supplements. So when I started coaching women, I said, let's get rid of the supplements, let's rely on whole food, you can get just as many results, because there's just too many people abusing supplements. And I had that attitude for a long time. And then when I started doing some television, I had a lot of supplement companies contact me and said, you know, you can, we can have your own brand, you can have your own name, your own label. And that was intriguing just as an entrepreneur. I said, well, let me take a look at it. And what I learned was that I had no control over ingredients. I had no control over distribution, the way it was promoted, uh, nothing. It was just made in the same factory as everything else. And at the end of the conveyor belt, instead of that mm -hmm. label, mm -hmm. I'd have this label. Right. And that was not okay with me. Right. And while the contract was pretty good, I said no to it. And I became very jaded. So then I became even more of a like psycho anti-supplement person. <laughs> I was like, this this is insane. The whole industry's <laughs> whack. The industry sucks. Everyone's evil. I was so jaded. And so people would come into my gym and they'd be like, hey, I've got this great product for you. And I'd be like, nope, don't want to look at it. Nope, I don't want any part of it. And this kept happening. It was like a, it was like a rotating, like the, a revolving door. It was actually quite humorous because we used to be like, oh, can't wait to see what the next one says. Let's just toy around you with it. You heard slim fast, this is slim slow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take it slow and right. steady. Right. We, we, were, we were like bad. And so the, the worst of it was when Isogenics was, one of my clients started using it. And she was like, oh my God, Kathy, same thing. It's so fabulous. And I'm like, it's not fabulous. It's my diet program that you're on that makes you fabulous. It's got nothing to do with that. But what happened was some of the other girls on our team started using it. And this pissed us off. So it's like Tom Brady and his personal trainer that Belichick's all upset with. I love Alex Guerrero. Do not say <laughs> Don't, don't, go, don't, don't even discuss don't, any don't, don't even go there. Because it's an issue. Because I love Alex and uh, I love Bill Belichick. I'm just okay. saying. Like, I get issues. You beat Bill Belichick you hit a situation. God, way okay. to make it awkward, Chris. <laughs> well, honestly, Jeez. you're right. I did. I was like Bill Belichick in the sense. I never thought of it yeah. that way. Thank That's you. That's all I was saying. Because I was like, <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. Backtrack no, a little no. Yeah. My God, Mel, no one has ever said that. It was a Belichick moment. Because I always tell people I'm not a Belichick you. Belichick is a verb for me. I'll be like, I need to Belichick you. Um, so what happened was Mel and I, being kind of wise asses, Mel goes, let's just do it, make fun of it, and show everybody. It Do it ironically. Work. We did it to make fun of we it. We did it. Oh, wow. So we're like, oh yeah, we'll sign up. This is so stupid. I can't wait to throw it in their face. Right. Because I was like, Not if it's good, I would have already known about it. It was that ego. And we started using it. We're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, it's not this. Mel, do you feel good? Do you feel better? She's 
like, yeah. what the hell? I got so much energy. What the hell? What the I'm like, oh, there's got to be something in it. Yeah. There's probably a thermogenic in it. <laughs> I called. Like, this is... I called Isogen. They were probably like, who the hell? Corporate didn't like us. Who the first. hell are you? And I'm like, listen, I'm a nutritionist. I've been in the fitness world. Blah, blah, blah. There's got to be a thermogenic in this. I don't see it in the ingredients. And they were so nice. And we were like, I can't believe... Like, we look back now. We're like, why did they tell us to, like, you know... They should have been like, who are you? Yeah. But they were so kind and nice. And the research and development went through team went through it with us. Because I was like, no, there's no way I can naturally feel this energetic. Because I really didn't know how tired I was mm. until I started feeling great. Because I was work workaholic, mom, like crazy right. busy. And I felt amazing. And the best part is she did too. Melanie did too. So we knew there was something. And... So we asked a couple of our other friends to try it. But keep it on the down low. Keep it on the down low. <laughs> and like older clients, younger clients. You got the stuff. I know. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. don't tell anybody about how you're feeling. And Because we were literally waiting for someone to go, this is stupid. And we were wrong. Like Fonzie in the 80s. We were wrong. We're like, I couldn't even say I was wrong. Remember that? I'm, I'm dating no. myself. But you remember when Fonzie? I don't Fonzie? think they were even oh, man. So I didn't want to admit it. So that was a big problem. And it was just one of those moments where we were like, you know what? This stuff is good. And I didn't want it to be good because I just didn't want to be wrong. Um, and we started using it back then. And what I loved about it is it made our protocols even easier. It made eating well, easy, like more efficient. So of course you eat food. It's just two shakes a day with some vitamins and adaptogenic herbs, stuff that is no longer in vegetables and fruit because our soils and food issues are not, our soils are not the same. So eating a bowl of spinach now is not like it was 25 years ago. You're missing all your phytonutrients. You're missing all your minerals. Um, this just made good eating easier, more efficient. So what happened was girls started looking better longer. They were able to stay uh, satiated. They didn't have the cravings because all isogenics, right, mm -hmm. so after a show, they felt really good, they were nourished, they didn't have all the issues that they were having in the past. So I did more research and I realized that it wasn't like it was a magic pill, but what it was was because they were eating healthy and doing everything right, but not getting the minerals and vitamins, they now were. So it was just really kind of filling a deficiency that they had, that's why they felt so good. Where I thought it was like, oh, there's gotta be something in it, it really wasn't, it was just like putting the extra pieces in a puzzle together that used to be there 25 years ago but it it no longer is and that was my research wasn't through isogenics my research was through fda uh, usda epa all the government standards saying the the true nature of what our soils are are so that's why it made sense to me and we started using it and it was seven years ago and it just you know we've won more world titles than ever the girls have stayed on their programs more efficiently um and yeah i mean it, it was it was not something i thought that i would be a part of but i loved it and then going into that empowerment issue we started showing the girls how they could get the products paid for so that was good because you know a lot of times we would prep girls for shows you know this seal yeah and they wouldn't have any money to go compete in the darn show or buy the bathing suit to it be in the show so i was like okay so now you don't have to pay for the supplements you can get them for free because there's a business opportunity attached with isogenics and that just it evolved into something we never expected yeah so now these girls are making money 
And in the old days, to make money in the fitness world, you'd have to stand behind a booth with a skimpy little stupid outfit on and make 10 bucks an hour and sell stuff. That was what the opportunities were in the fitness world. Now, we can show a fitness competitor or even a stay-at-home mom how to build a six-figure income from home. And then what the girls can do is they can do whatever they want with it. So a lot of them have built these big businesses in the fitness world just by starting with isogenics or um, having like an online program or... Or those not opening even in the health and wellness right. industry that yeah. wanted to be and this was their funnel in. Yeah, because a lot of people want to be trainers, but the life of a trainer is hard. Like you get up right. at four in the morning, you make crap money if you work for a gym. Mm-hmm. And we... Yeah, <laughs> Tell them, tell them yeah, what you I were doing. I was working beforehand. probably about 60 hours a week as a personal trainer. And regardless, personal trainer or maybe, you know, any other profession, you don't show up, you don't get paid. You go on vacation, sometimes you don't get paid. If someone doesn't show up, you don't get paid. So it was never getting ahead. And yeah. I always kept saying, there's got to be an easier way. There's got to be a better way because I love what I do, but I just can't, I don't know how many years I'll be able to do this. So the long hours got old fast. So even though we were really skeptic, it was a perfect marriage. Mm. You know, for those of us in the fitness industry and even those that weren't, it was there, they felt so much better. They're like, I've always wanted to be part of the health and wellness industry and I don't have to be a, you know, a nutrition, I don't have to be a doctor. And it was a way, uh, a vehicle of getting you to where you wanted to be and using isogenics as the vehicle, but it ended up turning into something we never expected, mm-hmm. uh, team, family-wise, and it's pretty good. <laughs> and it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. It's, a lot awesome. of, it's really good. It's a lot of fun. It's rewarding. Um, yeah. And it's helping a lot of people today. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we got uh, just a few minutes. So I want you to talk about Gals with Goals mm-hmm. and then say uh, how people can get in touch with you and if they want to learn more about everything that you're doing, how they can do that. Yeah, we're doing a great event. You want to tell them about the yeah, event tonight? Yeah, sure. So the Gals with Goals event is tonight. It's hard to say Gals with Goals. Gals, Gals with Goals. goals. Gals with it's goals. not working on my mouth. Gals with Goals. <laughs> Gals with Goals. Uh, that event will be tonight, uh, which it's uh, April 11th, and we'll be at the Peculiar Rabbit, 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, Carrie Greathouse Schaefer will be there uh, presenting uh, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Um, people can make a donation or just come um, and it's going to be everything that we've talked about today uh, and just really not and we're inviting men too so it doesn't just have to be women um, really anybody can come uh, but it's, it's just going to be an amazing time um, and I think with Kathy really you know those of us that are in the fitness industry and uh, are working on building our own brands uh, continuing the work that we're already doing uh, it's just an opportunity to you know I don't I know like I've said before I've had the honor and the privilege she's been my coach and I'm sharing her like I'm like you all get to like come here but no but I mean in a really good way like that for people that are you know have asked or you know want to see somebody that or 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 have somebody that has actually proven out the process of building out a home-based business in the fitness and wellness space and to be able to really speak to it um, at the level that she can, it's it's really awesome. So yeah, I'm really, it's really excited cool about that. You don't have to be in the health and wellness, right? Field. You don't. You, you just need to be someone who right. understands that the health and wellness industry is a multi-billion-dollar industry, right. and it's growing in leaps and bounds. People are finally starting yeah. to care about their health, 
And yeah. so we have a lot of, we have lawyers on our team, we have police officers on our team who just want to get healthy, but they understand that they could create a side income from the health and wellness industry. So if you're looking for a side hustle, or if you're looking for passive, an, income. A passive income, meaning the money you make when you sleep, um, and you could go about your job as a real estate agent or a teacher. We have a lot of teachers on our team who just want to get healthy, number one, and want to eat yeah. for free, that's number two, and create an income from home. And that kind of, you know, the health and wellness industry is the place to do it. And so we have a lot of people who aren't in health and wellness, so it's kind of a collaboration of everybody. Everybody, because everybody eats, and everybody has one body that they have to live in, so you gotta take care of it. And this is a, just a great way to do it. Awesome. And so anybody, too, going to that, like if they have a weight loss goal or they're looking for a way to, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of times just being as a sales rep or being somebody in the field that travels a lot and need, you know, they're like, oh, I just need to be healthier. I need to eat a certain way. Like this is a great way um, and a, a great product uh, to add into their lifestyle. So it's, it's really going to meet a lot of different, you know, all different needs. types of people mm-hmm. and needs and levels. Okay. So it's going to be fun. How do people get in touch with you personally? You got a website and all that? And no, I don't. No? <laughs> you don't? Oh, gosh. Do you think I should get one? <laughs> um, my popular? website is kathysavage.com. Okay. And it's about to be done over, which is great. It needs such an overhaul, but it's still available. Um, or they can get in touch with SEAL. Okay. And SEAL, SEAL is the local go-to. And um, But kathysavage.com is the best place to find me. And, awesome. and SEAL, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, right now, the easiest way to get in touch with me is just send me an email. So it's sealfitness at gmail.com. Is it S E A L? I seal. It's I T S C E L at gmail.com. Good deal. All right. Well, yeah. Kathy, Mel, Celia, thanks for coming on the Jones Zone. It's a pleasure to have you. Jones are awesome. Love Thank it. You. Thanks so much for listening to the Jones Zone podcast with Chris and Brian Jones. We'll catch you on the next episode.